could listen to that tune all the time i don't know about all the time i think it might drive me a bit insane but it's definitely a good mood booster <laughs> that's for sure isn't it emma oh, certainly is deed i can definitely say welcome to the let's get busy poll podcast you are tuning in with your fantabulous host today First of all is me, Miss Emma, from Fizzy Pole Studios Trelgan. I've been doing pole for about seven years, aerials for about eight, not quitting anytime soon. COVID is not going to stop me. So here I am today to have a chat with you guys about training at home with Dean. Yep, that's me. <laughs> I've been at Fizzy Pole Studios for about a year and a half now. Thank you to the lovely recommendation of Miss Emma. She, after that recommendation, it's basically changed my whole life and it's been absolutely amazing. And I've been an instructor at uh, Fizzy Pole Terralgan with Emma, but only since March this year. And we all know what happened in March this year. We had our first round of lockdown. What happened? <laughs> what happened? We had our first round of lockdown. So that was a bit of a interesting note to start on with instructing at Fizzy Pole, but it was still an absolute fabulous opportunity to have. And how did we meet, Emma? Oh, well, we met because we worked together. We started off working in Gander back in 2018 and I remember Dean was wondering about like taking his fitness to the next level and I said to him why don't you jump in a try before you buy at Fizzypole Studio Trelgan like try aerials I reckon you'd be good for it and he came in a couple of times while I was at work he's like I don't know what to do do I just do it I don't know what to do do I just uh, do it and I was like just do it Dean uh, and now look at him uh, look at him you're the other instructor Dean he was so right I was so graceful up on those aerial hoop and silks apparatuses uh it was so good and I was just like you know what new year's resolution I'm one of those people new year's resolution I was like I want to try something new that has a community of new people and it includes fitness and it just encased it all. And I, yeah, forever grateful for the top recommendation of Emma and also Rachel for taking me under her wing and also Celesti as well. Always better think Celesti. Yes, but <laughs> now that we've had our and little Rachel. introduction, yeah, we could talk about our studio all the time, couldn't we? I'm sure everyone's the same, but we need to get on to what our oh, topic yes. is. So what's today's topic, Emma? Today's topic is training tools for at home. And I cannot think of a better person to talk about this oh, than the wonderful Dean, it. because <laughs> as he said, when he first started teaching was first wave of stage three restriction lockdowns here in Victoria, teaching strength himself, he had to come up with alternative exercises at home using home things like chairs and raised surfaces and even walls. And oof, I can tell you, if you haven't done Dean's class, now is the perfect time to jump into it virtually because we're back into those stage three restrictions. They're not going to get us down this time and you can stay strong in this class. And we're going to talk about training tools to help with any workout, not just for this class, but for every class you can do. Exactly. 
And once you get these tools to use at home, you'll have like just a whole home setup ready to go. And so even if, when the studios go back into person, you can still do home workouts at home. And we're not sure what's going to be happening in like the next like year or even just a couple of months or even a couple of weeks. So having those uh, little bits and pieces at home that you can use as equipment will really help you out while you're going through your journey uh, working out at home. So one of the first things that we wanted to talk about, and I think it's the, one of the most important ones, is having a yoga mat. Having a yoga mat is essential. Even though I do my workouts on a carpeted floor, having a yoga mat laid down on the floor, super, super handy. It just makes all the difference, especially when you're doing splits classes and you're on your legs and your knees a lot of the time. And it's nice and comfortable on your back, especially when you're doing all the different sit-up variations with me in my strength class. But what are some different variations that you can use instead of having a yoga mat if you've sold out at your local area, Emma? Well, definitely number one is a towel. So everyone has towels. I'd like to think everybody has towels. But definitely using a towel, even on a hard surface, will still help your knees. Double leg up, so getting two towels, even three, will definitely help that softness underneath the knees even on carpet it will help not get carpet burn so I mean still the same sort of feeling I guess hopefully a little softer other things you can use is like a dressing gown you can use your oody so if you haven't got an oody please invest in one I feel like everybody uh, at Fizzy Pulse Studio Australia yes. we all own an oody we're, now we're all well most of us oodies at the moment aren't we we just rock up at the studio we and are. we're just like look at me I'm just basically a walking blanket and we're just Walking around in our fizzy pole Uggs and an Udi, it's it's good fun. I feel like we should market this towards, like, uh, just to let everybody at head office know, we would love a fizzy pole Udi. I was just, just about to say, perfect idea. We need we need fizzy pole Udis. Get it on the market. But, um, <laughs> yeah, definitely, like, if a dressing gown, an Udi, a jumper, like, if you got mm-hmm. your fizzy pole jumper, that'll help too. But basically... Anything that's soft underneath your legs and your knees is always good to help. Even if it's just a small dish towel, it'll help yeah. definitely with a yoga mat. You don't want anything too, like anything that doesn't, that does slip because if you're on tiles, you don't want to go yeah. and oh, go yes. out, but you still want a bit of grip underneath it. So microfiber cloths, I probably would not recommend. Yeah. yeah, no, I understand that one. There was a time when I did acro with Celesti and I was on the tile floors and had a little slip on the tiles while I was doing like a elbow stand against the wall. And I just came back down, nearly whacked my feet on the kitchen counter, but you know, it's all a learning experience. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you live and you learn. And you know what else we've lived and learnt from? Carpet burn. That was the one big thing that I kept doing to myself in the first round. It just all the carpet burn definitely worth investing in a yoga mat or any of the alternatives that we've mentioned but another huge piece of equipment that people tend to have at home as well as the studio is yoga blocks yes and um of course as we all know fizzy pole does have their own range of yoga blocks but if your studio hasn't already sold out of them which most should be i hope what's an alternative that we can use for a yoga block dean well as many of our students at PhysiPol, similar to me, we are university students. So you know what? You know what I've done? I've had the most expensive yoga blocks 
on the street. I had $1,400 yoga blocks. Those textbooks, I actually got some good use out of. They didn't teach me very much, but they gave me better flexibility. And I'm just going to say right now, I feel like split classes have become so, so popular across all the studios because it's just such a great way to mentally recover, especially during lockdown. And it's such an easy class to participate in, especially at home, since it's just a lot of simple equipment. But yes, using very expensive textbooks that you had at school that you didn't use very much uh, make great yoga blocks because they're nice and heavy. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, if you're going to pay $1,400 worth for yoga, like for um, textbooks, you might as well use them as a yoga <laughs> exactly. block. Get your money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and some of the other alternatives that I've seen people use are like pasta pots, like, you know, pots and pans. Getting two yeah. pots that are the same size. The first time Rachel told me about this, I thought she meant pot plants because I have so many plants. I just thought she meant grab two terracotta pots, <laughs> put your hands on them. No, she meant like pasta pots. But if you've got pots that are strong enough, like that are used for gardening, you can use those as well. And other alternatives that people have been using, atlases or maybe stamp. Ooh, that's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, or stamp collecting books. You know, those books that collect dust are the nice and big and heavy. They become very handy for yoga blocks as well. I feel like we need to explain to the youngins that don't know what a stamp is, what a stamp is, but I feel like <laughs> they'll know what a stamp is. Uh, that just shows my age right there. <laughs> yeah, and it shows my age too because I was born when stamps were around. <laughs> stamps were cool, bro. Oh, they were. My grandparents tried to get me into stamps. Oh, memories. Yeah, they collect dust on my shelf now. <laughs> but you know what doesn't collect dust? What doesn't collect dust? Chairs. 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 Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm a big user of chairs in my class. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Using the elevated raised surfaces is a big thing that I do in strength class. But also when you're in splits class, uh, using a chair can be used as well. Mm, I can definitely say that... um, any Well, even dance classes as well, like no better time to learn how to use a chair in a in a dance than ISO. So using a chair for an elevated surface, whether you struggle with your push-ups or your sit-ups or anything like that, or if you just want to take it up a notch, definitely can recommend using a chair. I feel like Dean will explain this a lot better than I will because he's the one that uses well, these exercises. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well I used them in strength and splits classes, but uh I'm sure you have used them in your dance classes. I wish I did more dance classes during the first lockdown. Do some couchography. Oh, well, that would be fun. Ca- oh, couchography. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We should mm. definitely do one of these. Well, now that we have the time. Oh, yeah. We yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll organize like a night and we'll just do like a one-off special class and we'll do a couchography class. We're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> we Sorry, can, do it. We can just... do it to your favorite song where we're like, let's get busy, Paul. Busy, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> of course we have to now (laughs) I definitely love the various push-ups that you do in your strength class like doing like you always have for different types for every fitness type of your class so yeah I feel like or in the in the in the teaching world we call it differentiation which is scaled leveling between levels of learning 
But yeah, so the different variations that I do in the strength class, especially around push-ups, for those people that might struggle to just do your normal push-ups just on the ground, I also used a wall variation where you stand in a plank position on your tippy toes and you hold your hands in different positions against the wall and you can still get the same effect of doing a push-up, but it's not as intense as doing it on the ground. But if you do want a more intense push-up, you can always use an elevated chair, which you can put your feet or your hands on to do a different angle. And I know my students love it. I'll put that in quotation marks. They love it when we do the tricep dips using the chair. <laughs> it's a good burn, isn't it, Emma? Oh, like I I remember going to get a massage on my <laughs> triceps and they definitely felt so much better afterwards, but you know I worked oh, them hard do. because they definitely felt yes, it. Well, <laughs> now that I've gotten my lovely compliments for that exercise, it appears every week now. <laughs> I love my triceps. They're probably my most favorite part of my like arm muscle definition. Um, so when I can like look at them, I definitely know I've oh, worked yeah. hard using the exercises given to me. Yeah. So can recommend a good tricep yeah, dip. Yeah. With yeah, a chair. Yeah, yeah. That's a good exercise. And yeah, even just like the smallest amount of muscle that you get on your tricep adds so much definition to your arm. Really good for when we get back into doing photo shoots again, which I hope is sometime soon because I love getting all glammed up for it. Can agree on that yes. one. But oh yes, shall we the continue? next topic? <laughs> well, you know what? You're the booty girl. You're the booty girl of Tiralga. You're the Am I? Trust me, I probably oh, yeah. I probably could go to a different studio and be like, this is Emma, and they'll be like, oh, she's the booty girl. You need to check out her Instagram. Sunday bum day is her day every day. And this girl <laughs> has just, just she started getting me into resistant bands. So I'm quite oh, I, resistant bands, yes. but Emma started showing me how to use them, and I'm very close to buying my own set once they become back in stock again. It's a bit annoying, Rebel Sport. But yes. I'll get them eventually, but <laughs> Emma, resistant bands. I use the booty band resistant bands. So definitely the ones that go around your thighs, they help put a bit of resistance, whether it's light, medium or heavy, and you can use them for your lower body exercises. So like your um, your laying down clam openers, your donkey kicks, your fire hydrants, even your hip thrusts. If you put a little bit of resistance, it will actually keep your thighs in. I don't know how to explain it, but um, definitely you can feel the burn from mm. it. So like, it means your legs won't go out sideways, and <laughs> basically, like, you'll keep your legs in line where they need to go. And they, I think, your knees don't go forward either when you do squats and stuff like that. So it's all good there. I love a good resistance band, but like also like your stretch bands, like the ones that you get from. Kmart those ones are really good too so like they're the ones that don't join together they're separated so it's like a big elastic band and I can definitely recommend those not just for um stretching for splits or anything like that but they're good for rehabilitation so like if you find that you've got sore shoulders sore legs even sore neck head wrist anything like that looking up rehabilitation exercises using resistant band is definitely something I recommend. We also run a class here at Trilgan called Fizzy Fit Shoulders, which we use resistance bands for. And um, 
that's a stretch and strength exercises for your shoulders. As pole dancers, in as aerialists as well, we have to take care of our shoulders. They're the ones things that get us up off the ground. So I feel like definitely getting a resistant band, looking into some rehabilitation exercises, looking up some resistant band exercises is definitely worth the money. Mm. Try not to do anything around a door frame that you're not <laughs> confident with. We've all seen that video <laughs> where the person's got the resistance band and the the band snaps into them or oh, yeah. the door I've comes off those. the frame. They were my favourite videos <laughs> oh. to watch during our first round of ISO. Just saying, it was an absolute <laughs> ball to watch them, but we won't be definitely doing exercises like that, that's for sure, unless we have a secure no, facility is, to do it. <laughs> can recommend a good resistant band. Um, if you can't get any from your studio, do check Kmart, do check Rebel Sport, yeah. always online. Please try to stay and, home in these cases. Yeah. And, um, Emma, for those who haven't used resistant bands before because uh, not a huge amount of people have used them or that I've seen use them, what would be your recommendation for someone first time using um, a resistant band? Like what one would you go for first? Would you go for like a light or a medium? Like what's the different variations mean? Um, it depends on how intense you want your workout to be. So you could go a light resistance, but maybe you could add more reps into it. So that way you're still getting the same workout. You could go a medium, do a normal set amount of reps in your workout, or you could do a heavy resistant band and then do less reps. It's, it's entirely up to you. It's also up to your body as mm. well. Make sure you listen to it all the times. Personally, myself, Depending on the exercise, I gravitate between medium to heavy. Yeah. One of my friends, she just uses heavy throughout yeah. and she'll smash yeah. her workout no matter and what. You're, you're quite a... But I do recommend it for a beginner to use a light, definitely yeah. a light to start with. I was going to say, you're um, quite and then... in using the resistant bands. So beginners start off with the light ones. Yeah, definitely start with a light one. But like, I mean, if you're someone that goes to the gym all the time, but you've never used a resistance band and you use a light, you might find it like very quickly. It's very, it's easy to get mm. used to. So you can step it up to the medium. Listen to your body, listen to what it's telling you. And if it wants the extra resistance, go to the next one. If it doesn't, keep with the ne- with the one that you're yeah. on. And yeah. also on the topic of listening to our body and what our body needs, we're going to be moving on to foam rollers love yes them. yeah good old <laughs> foam rollers we love going to do a big old foam roll after a splits class never felt something more pleasurably painful than foam rolling my legs after a splits class <laughs> they say uh flexibility is pain or am i thinking beauty is pain but either way uh, yeah. pain 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 <laughs> but flexibility is beauty <laughs> Well then, yeah. yes, of course, we definitely need a good foam roll. And even um, if you've just smashed out a pole at home class or, you know, you've just had Celestia and she's giving you 100 push-ups, you might need a good foam roll afterwards. So obviously if you don't have a foam roll at home, there is alternatives out there. Did you know this thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like been a couple because I didn't have a foam roller when I first started in the first round and I was like, oh, my God, i got to get a foam roller. And they were sold out at Fizzy Pole. And then I was like, let's go to Kmart. We went to Kmart together. There was none at Kmart. There was none at Rebel Sport. So I had to think of a different solution. And you know what I used? 
What did you use? I used my metal drink bottle from Fizzy Pole and I wrapped a blanket around it. <laughs> it's oh still, my god, did it work? Because it, it was like a solid round item that I could roll up and down. And then once I wrapped a small blanket around it, it was a bit softer on the leg. Wasn't entirely the same as using an actual foam roller, but it still got the job done though. Hmm, that seems like such a good idea. I'll have to, I mean, I have a foam roller, but if I just want mine's a spiky one. So if I just want a flatter surface, that might be a good idea. I feel like that one would definitely get into like all the little, like those little places that you can't quite get with a bigger one yeah, either. exactly. So yeah. And with foam rolling, it's not just for your legs. You could use foam rolling on your shoulders. You can use it on your arms. I found there was one night where I had an atrociously bad night's sleep and I woke up with like a slightly sore back. I got up in the morning and I just foam rolled up and down my back. I got up, had my morning hot chocolate, and I felt so much better. I definitely love doing a good foam roll over my pectorials, actually, after doing um, push-ups. I sometimes can feel it like in front of my shoulders, I guess you would say, like that area. I'm so sorry, Rachel, I don't know the technical (laughs) term. But um, like around my pectorials and um, just like around my collarbone, I can feel it there. So like definitely a good foam roll there. If you don't have a foam roller, but you do have like a small ball as well, that works say like a tennis ball. Sometimes a golf ball gets really right in there oh, as yeah. well. So this is like for self, self-care for your body as well. So like if you've got like a golf ball. Golf ball on the feet. Getting in that like. Have this... you done golf ball on your feet? Ooh. Oh, it feels so good. Oh, like definitely like. Especially if you're not used to like putting your toes, you need that extra magnesium and you're still cramping in your feet. Oh, that feels so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need to keep practicing pointing my feet because I stopped pointing my feet when I uh, went into the first round of ISO. And so when we went back into the studio, mm-hmm. every time I pointed my foot really intensely, it would just cramp. So maybe I need to like get on some magnesium. You know what's good for that though? Getting a bottle that that doesn't get hot, filling it with hot water and rolling your feet over it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, like if any of the aerial sisters and brothers out there find they get crampy feet from like the silks and stuff like that, that's something you could do as well. Okay. Speaking. Yeah. I know, right? Sister and brotherhood. Um. All of our uh, Victorian studios have now gone into a virtual online learning or virtual classes. And you know what the great thing about it is? is We need to think about the silver lining. If you have thought about meeting new people, joining a class that you've never done before, I would highly recommend, even if you have some spare time or like, you have time between like two classes at your studio. Message the Instagram page or the Facebook page of a studio that you've seen the timetable for and be like, hey, can I join your virtual class? Because you don't have to be at the facility of the studio. And guess what? You get to meet new people. You get to train with someone that might have a different technique. And you get to experience virtually someone else's world of fizzy pole which is really incredible so um my top recommendation for our second round of iso especially in victoria but anyone around the country if you've got a night off from being at the studio my top recommendation this time is join a virtual class at a studio that you haven't attended before 
and meet some new people. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's my goal for everyone. Yeah, definitely down for that. Yeah. That's on my list. I'm definitely hoping I can join um, Danny's stretch class from Werribee in Yarraville. Like, I've seen, like, all the people that are in that, and they're so flexy. I'm definitely going to have to jump in one of those classes. Oh, yeah, 100%. And there's some other classes that I've seen around as well. There's, like, Bendy Back. We've we've got that one at Fizzy Poultry oh Ralgan now, but I think I want to join some other classes around other studios as well. Yeah, I know. I'm so keen to join in some other classes. Yeah. Not just from Trialgan, but even like, well, I don't know. Like I, I've already mentioned the one I want to go to, so I'm excited. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I want to make it a goal. Like this year was going to be my year. I wanted to travel interstate and visit some other studios. Like I wanted to go to Adelaide and visit those studios. I wanted to go to Canberra. Like there's a couple of people I follow on Instagram and I'm just like, you're from Canberra. I should make a day trip up there and I'll join you lovely people up there and uh, it would be so beautiful. And I haven't been to the new Sunshine Coast um, studio. You have been to that one before, haven't you? No, I haven't. I was hoping to be going there this oh, year yes. for busy camp, but it's been postponed. But that's okay. Yeah. We'll get there next yes. year. Yeah, yeah. Next year is happening. Yep. Fizzy camp next year. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there at Fizzy Camp, 100%. 2021. 2021. I've saved so much money. I'm ready to treat myself to going to Fizzy Camp. Awesome. Well, I think that's a good point to end our little post-session today, Dean. Yeah. Oh, I'm a little sad that it's coming to an end. I've had a great time, like, um, catching up with you, like always. Me too, yes. Like, well, I feel like... Since this is my first time doing a podcast, so I'm so sorry if I was so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did you did a really good job. Don't ever think that you're um awkward or anything. I feel like I just talk not enough and then too much. So we're all on the same page of being awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, until next time. Bye everyone and hope to see bye, you guys. in a virtual class. Peace out. Bye. How great has it been to listen to our students host Let's Get Physical? So if you're a student and would love to get onto one of our episodes, just send us a message through Instagram or Facebook and you may be on our next episode of Let's Get Fizzy Poll. Give our episodes a share. Make sure you subscribe to our channel to not miss an episode and let us know what you think. We'd really like to hear from you guys as we want to give you all the information that you guys need to know at this point in time. If you are playing along with our scavenger hunt, we have the next letter for you. So the letter from today's episode is E. Make sure you write that down. And this is from the 10th to the 23rd of August. Collecting all the letters will create a word and can win you a free casual class. Once you have the word, send it through to your local studio to claim your free casual class. Let's get busy.